Hello and welcome back to the Creative Productive Podcast with me, your host, Sarah Boyle, a positive productivity mentor who helps you to make the time and space to pursue and enjoy the things that mean the most to you. I'm back today with another solo episode and this time I'm going to be talking all about procrastination. Ooh, it is a tongue twister, that word. And basically all about why it comes up and what it means and what we can do to get it under control. I actually had a mentoring call this morning with a client that was quite heavily, we we discussed procrastination a lot and I think it's something that we definitely all struggle with and I think the thing with procrastination, it often means that there's something else going on, like we're not just terrible humans that never do the things we're meant to, procrastination means that there's something that needs kind of fixing or changing. So next week, I have a really wonderful guest on the podcast, Natalie Busari from DNA Creative Designs. She's a web designer. She's lovely. She's wonderful. And that episode is going to be a kind of mentoring episode. So you'll actually be able to listen in to me on a mentoring session and kind of hear what it's like to be mentored by me. So you can get an idea of what it's like. Natalie shares some of her struggles with productivity and getting things done that she needs to do. And I help her kind of talk through it all and we talk about some ways that she's going to start to make progress and push past it. So she has a lot of trouble with procrastination. So I wanted to do this first episode before that big mentoring episode comes out to talk a little bit more in depth about the issues around procrastination. So yes, why we do it, how we can get it back in check. And yeah, basically it happens to all of us. It's totally normal. There's very few people, I think, that can honestly hand on heart say that they never procrastinate and they're always super focused and they always get things done. So the first question that we need to ask is what is procrastination? It's something that is, you know, thrown around a lot. Like I'm such a procrastinator. I procrastinate all the time. Basically, it's just unnecessary task avoidance. So it's avoiding something when you don't really have a good enough reason to not be doing it. For me, it's a combination of two things kind of either failing or being hindered, which is self-control and motivation. So that doesn't mean that you don't have any self-control or motivation when you procrastinate, but that things in your environment, maybe things that are going on around you, inside you, externally, whatever are probably affecting either one or both of them. And there are so many reasons why we procrastinate and you're probably more susceptible to some rather than others. But I want to talk a little bit broadly about some of the reasons we might procrastinate because when we understand why we're procrastinating, we can start to understand how we can stop procrastinating and kind of get on with our work and get on with what we're doing. So why do we procrastinate? I feel that when we procrastinate, the message is the more important thing than kind of punishing yourself for procrastinating, which I think is something that we often jump to do. We call ourselves, you know, things like, I'm such a procrastinator. I'm really terrible for that. I just can't focus. When in actual fact, I think being productive is not a personality personality trait, excuse me. It's a skill. So it's something that we need to work on and we need to figure out what it is that's holding us back from being productive and why we're procrastinating. So what we're going to be doing instead of just jumping to conclusions and thinking, oh, I'm so terrible, I can never get anything done. We need to look at the reasons behind why. So I'm going to list some of these out now and hopefully or maybe you can kind of recognize when some of these might have come up. Maybe you've realized it at the time or maybe now you can think looking back actually I wasn't just being lazy, there was a real reason why I really struggled to get that thing done. I'm not enjoying this. 
I'm not clear enough on what it is I'm working towards, or I haven't decided what I'm doing yet. I'm not comfortable either with the task that I'm doing or just generally sat here. I'm not comfortable. I'm cold, hot, I'm thirsty, I'm hungry. I'm just not comfortable. I'm not going to experience a reward for this as soon as I'd like. And I'm finding it really hard to connect the doing this task to the reward that's going to come later. I've been working for too long and I'm tired, either mentally or physically. There's something else that I really want to do that's feeling a lot more exciting to me right now. I'm scared of failing and perhaps not being able to complete this to a good enough standard. My phone and my notifications are going off all the time and it's pulling my attention because it's a lot more interesting than the task I'm doing right now. And one of mine, one of my biggest ones is I'm really struggling to make a decision about what I'm going to do next. So I'm just flitting from one thing to another. So these are some of the biggest reasons for me, actually, for me to procrastinate. And if I'm procrastinating, I might think, well, okay, why am I struggling to sit down and do it? Perhaps it's because that day I've set a horrible habit of kind of going on TikTok every five minutes and now I'm almost in that bad habit today and it just doesn't seem to be able to, it's the kind of thing that can pull your focus really fast. So now I'm struggling to be able to focus on one thing when I feel like there's so many exciting things happening on TikTok. There's some of these that are kind of more internal factors. So maybe things around your mindset, maybe things around you're not comfortable doing it. If it's something new, maybe you're struggling with kind of that fear, fear of failure and the anxiety around it. There's also a big thing with motivation. We basically don't do anything without some kind of reward or reason. So if we can't connect to the reason that we're doing something and the reason that perhaps we're sitting down to put ourselves through something that we don't particularly enjoy, then we're going to have a hard time actually doing it because we can't connect with any kind of reward. So if this is you right now and you're struggling because you're procrastinating a lot and you're not really sure why, what I really recommend is you do a kind of journaling or perhaps thinking kind of exercise where you ask yourself the question, why am I not doing this? What is stopping me from doing this task? And it might be one thing or it might be a multitude of things. But we need to understand the why so that we can understand how we can move past it. Now I'm going to share some of my favourite tips to help you start to eliminate your own procrastination tendencies because there are often specific reasons and there are ways that we can combat those specific things but I think generally there are really good practices that you can start to implement to help you to be a bit more productive and procrastinate less. So the first one is probably the biggest most important one and it's something that I definitely need to do to stop procrastinating and it's to plan ahead. So this comes back to the fact that making decisions all the time again and again really does drain our mental energy and something comes up a lot with my clients which is they never, I don't want to say they never, but they often don't plan what they're going to do before they sit down ready to work. So they spend maybe 5, 10, 15 minutes just kind of thinking and deciding on what they're going to do. Maybe they don't even do that though. Maybe they start one thing and maybe because they haven't really focused that, yes, I'm going to do 30 minutes on this or yes, this time I'm going to complete this task, they might start flitting from one thing to another and that really, really does 
kind of ruining your focus and often it means that you have lots of things half done rather than things fully done and nicely ticked off. So they spend a good amount of time figuring it out and using the energy on the deciding rather than just using it on the task. Quite a lot of people use time blocking to help them with this so they know exactly what they're working on when. So time blocking is basically just a system where you block out time in your calendar for when you're going to do specific tasks. So it could be one specific task that you want to get done. It could be a kind of days where you have different themes. So for example, if people have a business, they have to obviously wear lots of different hats of like administrator, marketer, creator, maybe coach, all of those things. So perhaps they schedule different time to different facets of their business so that they're focusing on the same kind of thing at least and the same kinds of tasks and it doesn't break focus it doesn't involve more mental energy of switching from one thing to another and they know exactly what they're going to be doing so they don't spend time when they're meant to be sitting down doing it thinking about what they're going to do perhaps getting distracted and before you know it it's half an hour later you've been procrastinating you're scrolling on instagram getting ideas for things but you're not really doing anything that useful um speaking from experience here that's often what happens to me but planning ahead is definitely one of the best ways to eliminate procrastination the second one which is another one that i feel really helped me is to be decisive So this relates to planning ahead as well, but being decisive and making decisions quickly is something that really helps me to eliminate procrastination. I do notice myself doing it quite a lot with plans outside of my business. I'm getting better at being quite decisive in my business. So for example, if I was going to sit down and think, well, there's a few things I could be doing right now, rather than kind of start one try it out and do another one I have to just make a decision and go no okay I'm going to focus on this one all in now and I'm gonna get it done so with this podcast for example right now I'm recording it I had to be decisive and just do it because I have a deadline and I need to do it so I can't kind of faff around anymore it's just gotta happen I think sometimes we do get anxious about making decisions because we often worry that we're going to choose the wrong thing or go down the wrong path But in my experience, making the decision and then dealing with the consequences afterwards and kind of working through anything that comes up because of it is just much better than swinging in a limbo, unsure of what we're doing, unfocused and procrastinating. And when I'm talking about being decisive, I don't necessarily mean with big, massive things of like, am I going to take that massive promotion or am I going to, you know, quit my job? For me, it's actually the little things like what time I'm going to go climbing or whether I'll go for a walk now or later. Or do I do a 20 or 40 minute yoga session? If I give myself too much leeway and too much kind of time and space to make the decision, I could I could literally spend like 20 minutes or more trying to decide what time I'm going for a walk when in that 20 minutes I could have done so many other things and I've just procrastinated. So making decisions quickly is something that definitely helps me to free up that mental energy and just move forward with my life. My next tip is to work in shorter bursts and break down big tasks. So I can't really concentrate on anything for longer than a few hours. I feel like if I've got a big kind of slog of work to do, maybe I feel like it could span like four, six hours. If I feel like I've got that massive chunk it's so overwhelming and I'm much more likely to try and avoid getting started. It definitely comes up a lot with big projects. I'm writing some new resources at the moment and they're going to be basically big hefty workbooks and the thought of how much I've got to do 
really stops me from getting stuck in because I know that it's not going to be a task that I can finish in a day. It's not going to be a lovely little, I'll start this, finish it in a few hours and then tick. It's something that's going to take a lot more work. So the reward is going to come later. And that's where that reward comes in. It feels less motivating because it's not as immediate that I'm going to get to that reward. So if I can try and break it down, if I can almost maybe give myself some smaller rewards, um, it can help. And I think working in shorter bursts. So rather than making the goal to complete the workbook, I can maybe make the goal of I'll spend an hour a week working on it and doing some work on it. Even though I've not still not got that full reward, I've got the reward of knowing that I'm completing that little goal and it's getting done slowly, but surely it will get done. I really recommend if you're struggling to kind of sit down and work for long periods of time, the Pomodoro method, which is essentially kind of like, I suppose, circuits or what's the word? I can't even remember. The chunks, chunks of time, basically. So you spend about 20 to 25 minutes doing focus work five minute break, 25 minutes again, five minute break, 25 minutes again, five minute break, I think, where am I? Third time? Basically, you do four chunks of 25 minutes and then after those four chunks are up, you have a bigger break. So you have lunch, for example. And the idea behind that is that we can't really properly focus on things for longer than 25 minutes without just having like a little step away from our desk. So the idea is that you kind of hit refresh on yourself and then you should be able to focus for that small period of time. It's not so long that we feel like it's massive, but it's long enough that we can get some good work done in that time. So I really recommend the Pomodoro method. You can either use like a timer on your phone. There's loads of cool little apps that you can use as well to do that. I have a couple actually. I've got Flora and Forest and they're kind of apps that help you to focus because you have to like grow a little tree or a little plant and you're not allowed to touch your phone and if you're like me if you're reactive to your phone it's really handy plus the little garden is very cute so you know highly recommend that the next tip is to eat the frog and this tip is a bit of a game changer because it helps us to get rid of that really annoying massive most dreaded task of the day So this is, I actually often record my podcast episodes first thing, just because it's something that is a little trickier to do. Sometimes it doesn't always come out right if I'm trying to record a podcast. Maybe I don't feel like I'm quite on top form. Maybe I'm reading through my script again and I'm kind of feeling, oh, there's not quite things that are working there. So I try, if I'm going to record a solo podcast in particular, to do it first thing so it's out of the way. Otherwise, it's going to be weighing on my mind all day. It's going to be putting me off. It's going to be making me feel unfocused. And often I'll just be avoiding it for long enough that I never do it that day anyway. So I know that I need to eat the frog, do it straight away and get it out of the way. I think the problem with some tasks is that even when we know we've got to do them, they're important. If they're not really urgent and if there's something that we can kind of put off again and again and again it becomes this massive beast of a task, even if it's not that big and it's not that difficult and it probably hasn't got any bigger, it just feels weightier because it's weighing on your mind. And when you're being productive in other ways, you're still probably hyper aware that you've got some of that procrastination guilt because you didn't complete that one annoying thing. And actually, Natalie, in the next episode, which you'll be hearing next week, she has a problem with one of these tasks. So I help her, we talk about how we can kind of get through it and move forwards and 
basically get it done because that's all we need to do. We've basically got to decide, is it essential? Do we really need to do it? And if yes, we've got to get it out of the way. We've got to get rid of it, get it done and then keep moving. And we can go on with our other tasks, our other goals and make wonderful things happen. So my next tip is to be realistic about the time and the energy that you have. If you have oodles of tasks and lists and projects that you want to get done, it's probably because you're someone who's quite ambitious and possibly quite ambitious with their time as well. Now, we can be clever and we can try and sit down and schedule when we're going to get different tasks done and how our perfect task ticking day is going to look. In reality, you might find that things take longer, you have emergencies come up, distractions might happen. And we might also realise that we've just tried to schedule too much in. So being a bit realistic about the time and energy, it's something that comes with practice. And the more you repeat certain tasks, the more you'll get to know how often or how long you need to do them. I like to try and set myself just three main tasks a day. So you choose the most important, urgent ones and you focus on them. And once they're done, you can have a bonus list for if you get them finished they're out the way that's great you can do your bonus tasks but remember that they're not necessary and you shouldn't be punishing yourself if that bonus list doesn't happen I think we often try and spread our attention and our focus far too thin and I think if we do less things but better often that's better than doing many half-baked kind of little tasks and ideas and projects I think focusing our energy on the things that are really important to move things forward the things that we have to do. I think sometimes procrastination comes up because we're trying to spread our focus too thin. There's too many things going on and we can't just concentrate. So the less, the better. And I think three is a really good number to have. If you're finding that you're completing all of them and you're running, you're kind of got all this time and energy, then that's great. You can increase, but start with three. They can be fairly meaty tasks, but see what happens. My next tip is to look after yourself. You cannot function and you cannot perform well if you're tired or not well, mentally and physically, if you're not feeding yourself properly, if you're not getting exercise, if you're not kind of taking time away. When our energy is low and we've not kind of filled our own cup, we find it hard to focus. So for me especially, I really find I struggle in the afternoon. So I'm really tired and really kind of sleepy in the afternoon and when that happens, and it happens a lot to be honest, I feel the first thing I feel is really angry at myself because I just can't seem to get on with it. I can't just seem to push through it. And often what happens in that time is I just start procrastinating because I don't have the energy to properly focus. I'm not really with it. All I'm thinking of is I'm really tired. I'm just really tired. I just want to go and like not be doing this. The best thing for me to do in that time is to just leave it and take a 20 minute power nap. Maybe have a coffee beforehand or maybe have a walk or do some yoga, but literally just knock it on the head and say, this isn't working. I'm not going to sit here any longer and waste my time, you know, on Instagram or TikTok or doing something that I know isn't really that productive for me. I'm just going to go and rest. And then I'm going to hopefully come back to it afterwards, feeling re-energized, feeling revitalized and able to then do it. You've had enough of a proper break then to be able to refocus and get more quality work done. I think the problem that we have, and I think it's interesting, especially now that people are working from home and maybe have a bit more freedom and flexibility, 
is we're stuck in this idea that we need to traditionally sit down nine to five, be working all that time, be productive all that time, when in actual fact, that doesn't really always happen. And if we're able to give ourselves some flexibility, if we're able to give ourselves a little bit of grace and be a bit more flexible with the way that we use our energy, I think that can be really interesting. I spoke to a friend of mine who has recently moved from her proper job to, well, I don't want to say proper job because she does still have a proper job, but her kind of traditional corporate job. And she's now freelance and kind of working for herself. And she remembered in the middle of the day, she was like, wait, I could just stop working. Like, why am I forcing myself to be at my desk nine to five when I'm sitting here not doing anything, looking at my screen, just feeling tired and like I need a break? So she had a break. And it seems groundbreaking. Well, it's not groundbreaking, but it kind of was because you often have the choice to maybe give yourselves a break, but there's different things that tell us that we shouldn't have a break or we should work through it. But if you're not doing quality work, if you're not even working, if you're sitting there procrastinating, then what is the point? So give yourself a break. And my final one, my final big proper tip, which I mentioned a little bit at the beginning, is to just let go of some of the guilt so your procrastination as I said is there to tell you something it might be telling you it's not the right time for this or that you're tired or even that you need help but there's a reason that you're struggling to get it done and it's not just self-control it might be motivation it might be a little bit of self-control but it isn't just self-control the fact that you're still thinking about a task and you've been putting it off but you know you're going to be doing it means you know you want to or have to do it And if it isn't something you really have to do right now or really want to do, why not let it go? If it's a weight on you that's stopping you from moving on and just getting other things done, move on from it. We often really hate giving up on things, but sometimes giving up on tasks and the reason that we've been procrastinating on something is because we just know that maybe it's not right. Maybe we think it's something we should be doing, but is it really something that you have to do? And I think letting go of some of the guilt of I'm procrastinating all the time, remember that it's telling you something. We punish ourselves far too much for procrastinating and often it's because our procrastination is telling us something and we're just not listening. So if you can listen to your procrastination, if you can figure out what it is that's stopping you from moving forwards, we can start to be productive again. If we're still punishing ourselves for not doing something when we've realised that it's not something we ever really needed or wanted to do, we're only going to be holding ourselves back in a negative cycle. So let go, move on. Holding on to these things is one of the worst things for your productivity. We just have to move on and just keep doing things, getting things done, making wonderful things happen. And if you can let go, realise procrastination is there to help you, to help you realise what's wrong, then we can carry on and we can do great things and we can be more positive in our productivity that's what it's all about anyway that's about it for today I've kind of gabbled on a bit have I gabbled on I don't know I feel like I've been here doing like a proper manifesto on procrastination but I don't think procrastination is all bad I think it's got a bad rap and I think sometimes it's just there to tell us something as I've said like 500 times So as I mentioned, next week is a mentoring episode. It's not an interview. It's a little bit different. Never done one of these episodes before. So I'm really interested to hear how how, uh, 
what the response is to next week's episode. Had a lot of fun recording with Natalie. We've recorded it already. And um, I've used some of the kind of insights that came up in that call to write this podcast episode. So I hope you've enjoyed it. If you're struggling with procrastination, I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to share your experiences. You can email me, sarah at stationarymagpie.com. Or of course, you can message me on Instagram. Love to have someone pop in my DMs. Also, just got to mention, if you're interested in having me as your mentor to help you be a bit more productive, if you're struggling with procrastination, but feel like you need a little bit more help than this podcast episode, currently taking on clients for one-off productivity boost sessions and also for long-term three-month mentoring programs. So you can email me about that if you want. I'm going to put the link to the kind of sales page and more information in the description. We can jump on a free inquiry call to talk all about you and your procrastination. As always, make sure you're following me on Instagram. Link's in the description. And if you like the podcast, please share it, rate it, subscribe, follow. And I always love hearing if you've enjoyed it. So don't hesitate to slide into my DMs and tell me. But now all that's left for me to say is goodbye and have a wonderful, creative, productive day.